Welcome, folks. You know what? We're in good spirits today. There, we had some time to kind of rest, take it easy. Both of us, I mean, I'm hurt right now, physically, mentally. Uh, I needed a little bit of a break. How how are you feeling, bud? Uh, I feel, I mean, not not great, but uh, not terrible. I mean, it's, it's probably one of the best times of the year. Uh, yeah. NBA and NHL are back. Um, I'm a pro sport guy, so uh, being from Boston, Celtics, Bruins, um, Pats, and and college football, uh, there's sports on every night. Um, there's action every night. It, it's a great time of the year, and I also just saw a tweet that for the next 30 out of 31 days, we will have football because Maction starts its Tuesday-Wednesday schedule coming up, so that'll be fun. Folks, if you didn't pick your apples – it's too late now for the, from here on out to the end of the year, it's going to be action packed. It's going to be awesome. Um, we'll get to our records here. Last week recap. Uh, I will say off the bat, I have 17 games. I might lower that down just a little bit, but I feel I owe it to you, the viewer, just based off last week's performance. I only went three and three uh, law two and five. Still we're on, we're on pace. We feel good. I love, I love the board this week. Larry, have you got a chance to take a look? I heard you got a couple games as well. Uh, yeah, I got it up to 11. <laughs> um, last week, I, it was tough. Uh, every single one of my teams lost on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> started 0-5. Got, we'll, talk, we'll talk a little more in the recap, but I, I ended up getting my last two picks, one by an absolute miracle. Um, well, we could talk a little bit more about that once we get into the recaps, but got 11 picks for this week. This week's card is much better than what we've had the last two weeks. Yep. Um, I mean, there's been some decent games, but like not, not really exciting matchups that nobody's been crazy about any of the, the boards the last two weeks. Um, I think that's a consensus out there. Um, but now, now we're getting into Big Ten play, SEC play. We're getting into every game matters territory, um, which is interesting. But, uh, yeah, the next couple of weeks should be a lot of fun. You know, some may call it the meat and potatoes of the schedule. Without further ado, folks, let's talk football. All right, so we're back. You know, last week, again, we talked about a little rough, you know, not our greatest week. However, what I thought was, you know, if we're going to find something positive, something funny about it, I get a text from Larry on Saturday. He goes, dude, I might go 0-7. <laughs> he started off 0-5, but I tell you what, the guy came through, won his last two games, pulled it out the 2-5. and five. We both lost our locks. We'll talk about each game here in a second or just kind of a little brief breakdown. But, La, let's talk about – the instead of going one and six, we went two and five. You had a miracle game. Let, let's just start off with that. Uh, yeah. Bubs, Bubs texted me, texted me. It said, thank God for Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame seven was easy pick. Um, that's probably the only, that's the only easy one I had on my card. Um, the, the losses I'll get to, but um, Bubs turned his TV off after he, his last game was over, which is terrible. I hate to see it. Nevada, Nevada's down eight. 
There's probably three minutes left in the game. Nevada's getting the ball back. It's at uh, Fresno State. Um, Nevada turns the ball over with three minutes left. They still have two timeouts left in the two-minute warning. They somehow stop Fresno State with 53 seconds left. Carson Strong has to go 80-plus yards. <laughs> he does it easily. They score six. It makes it uh, 34-32, which hit the over and hit Nevada plus three, plus three and a half, uh, which most people would have had Nevada at. They missed the two-point conversion. I don't care. Plus three covers, 34-32. Uh, the over covers, I think it was I think it was 64 and a half, and it ended up at 66. Uh, yeah, 53 seconds left. Carson Strong just 30 yards, 30 yards. Like, they still lose whatever. It was an away game. Fresno looks pretty good. Um, actually, pretty big game coming up this week. San Diego State versus Fresno State. Yep. Um, that's going to be a good game. Um, but, yeah, no, so I, I hit Nevada, hit Notre Dame. Notre Dame took care of business against USC, 31-16. Um, to 16. Um, Had a tough start to the week Wednesday. Uh, Coastal lost. Uh, credit to App State. App State shut out Coastal's offense in the fourth quarter. Yep. Um, nobody's been able to do that. App State was able to do that. Uh, Coastal got into a lot of penalty trouble. Um, their offensive line is undersized. They weren't able to protect McCall. It ended up getting into third and longs, um, which Coastal didn't even try to throw the ball on third and long. Uh, very frustrating. App State wins by a field goal as time expires. Um, and the under didn't hit because no points were scored in the fourth. So that was an 0-2 start. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that stunk. Coastal's no longer undefeated, but they held, they're held on to continue to be ranked number 24. Um, <laughs> it went out, um, and they might be able to scoot up a little bit. But, um, so yeah, no. Okay. Other than that, uh, the only other game that well, was before awesome. you move on, Before you move on. One of the positive notes, obviously, I watched the game as well with you. It was the Wednesday night game. A guy that I wasn't on my radar. You mentioned on last week's podcast, Isaiah Lightly, I think is his name. Lightly. He had a, yeah, he had a great game. Uh, I, I, was, I can't remember the stat line or what it was. He had a great game. Surprisingly, uh, I mean, that guy's going to be good. I watched him, focused in on him. Great player. Game sucked, like you said. You know, we were both – we were both rooting for Coastal. You had the over. So, I mean, it was tough, but, you know, what can you do? Um, but, yeah, what uh, – sorry, I didn't mean – oh, one other thing I want to say. Yes, I did turn the TV off after 8 o'clock, but from 11 to 8 p.m., I had three different screens going and looking at scores on my phone for nine straight hours, making sure you, the viewer, are going to be informed for this particular episode. Sorry, but, Locke, please go ahead. Yeah, so the most exciting offensive game of the day came at noon. Um, I was on the wrong side, but Wake Forest at Army, we had head-to-head, -head, Bubs won. But that game, the, the offense, just that game was incredible to watch. Um, I actually thought Army was toast once their quarterback got hurt real early. Yep. Um, but they continued to fight. 
the triple option was they Wake Forest defense was so both defenses were terrible, but yeah. it made the game super exciting. Uh, Sam Hartman is awesome. The guy's just cool, calm, collective. He slings the ball. His receivers, I think AT something, AT Terrell or something. Yeah. They have a couple receivers that are nasty. I think Wake Forest is the real deal. Um, I will be going to watch them play here in a couple of weeks at okay. Clemson. Um, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, I mean, that game was crazy. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen Wake Forest's defense. They got to figure something out because <laughs> if the triple option is scoring on you that quick, I mean, Army put up a 54, 56 points. 56. Um, yes. 56. Like, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> uh, quarterback for Wake Forest, six total touchdowns, over 500 yards passing. Uh, one of his touchdowns was rushing. So he, had, he showed some mobility. Yeah. Army secondary was non existent. Wake Forest's run defense, non existent. Overall, if you're a college football fan, it's really – it was just an awesome game to watch start to finish, which I did. It was just – kept you on the edge of your seat, especially if you had Wake Forest minus three. You were up by a touchdown, then Army would tie it. Then you're up by – I mean, it was just back and forth. Just an awesome game. Um, that being said, let's kind of flip the schedule or flip, you know, the conversation here. Let's talk Penn State, Illinois, the complete opposite of Wake Forest Army. Uh, none of us had this game, but it still, I think, is very important that we can just throw it in here quick. Nine fucking overtimes, Law. Nine overtimes. Yeah, I, it still went way under. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could score a two-point conversion in overtime. It was, <laughs> what? Dude, if you're Penn State and you can't fucking score 0 for 7, um, you know, your first seven against Illinois, I mean, this wasn't like Georgia defense, anything like that. No, this is Illinois, which props to them. You know, they're a good team. Brett Bielema's moving them in the right direction. But still, I mean, Penn State got exposed. We um, – I don't know if you have them or Ohio State on your card. We'll save that for later. Uh, one other thing I, I just want to mention before we move on to kind of the rest of our games. We had to throw that one in there, though. Uh, somebody threw a stat at me, and I, and I can't remember who it was. But teams after they play an academy against the spread, so uh, Air Force, Navy, Army, uh, the game after that, teams are terrible against the spread because they're just beat the fuck up, just getting fucking shit pounded for four quarters. Uh, so just an interesting little tidbit to keep in mind. I don't remember who told me, but really good stat. I'll have to come up with the numbers and show that out. But uh, we talked Larry's coastal lock, minus four, didn't hit. We'll talk Maryland real quick. Maryland at Minnesota. I think I got to cut ties. I love Maryland all year. Man, they won me some money early on, but I don't know. Iowa broke them. Since, since the Iowa game, they're 0-3. They've lost to Iowa, Ohio State, which don't get me wrong. They got blown the fuck out by Ohio State, and then they lose to Minnesota. The, the same team at home that lost to Bowling Green. Let's just keep that in mind. Uh, tough game, Tango Valoya, and he's just he's just not there. He threw some fucking god awful passes. Maryland's defense was was allowing like third and one, third and twos. Like there was no third and five or above. Like it was just short yardage. Minnesota knew what to do: pound the ball, fucking take advantage. Uh, La didn't know if he got a chance to see the game, but just a fucking shit show. 
Yeah, I mean, Maryland's reckless with the ball. Um, yeah. And Minnesota Minnesota rolls out like seven O linemen. Yeah. And they get five, six yards a carry. It'll be third and one, and then it's like seven yards. It's like right. – I mean, they just beat up Maryland's defense over and over again. I might be back in on Minnesota, to be honest. Jeez. Um, I don't maybe Maryland maybe Maryland's just that bad, but I, Minnesota looked pretty good. Um, their quarterback takes care of the ball; they make throws when they need to. But I mean, they're like seven deep at O linemen, so they just bring in that heavy package, and they just run the ball. I mean, it's better than a triple option because they do throw the ball a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it's Big Ten football. Like, let's put seven O linemen out there. We're going to make you stop us. Um, yeah, Maryland was never really in that game. Um, nope. Yeah, no, it stinks because uh, they were your kind of sweetheart at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah. But, oh, they're done. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we'll do our end-of-the-year recap too. But, yeah, I had Indiana, Maryland, uh, and Wisconsin up there <laughs> to win it all, and they're all fucking shit teams. So we'll get more to that. And then – I want to hit one more game, then we'll flip it back over to you, Law, for the rest of yours. But my heartbreak, God, was it just – this is where I lost the most money this week, was Texas Tech. Texas Tech was up by 14 points at halftime, controlling the ball against Kansas State at home, uh, just fucking taking care of business. They open the second half, they get a safety, two points. Uh Kansas State goes down, scores. They first force a turnover, score. At the end of the game, the, the final score, I think, was 26-24, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. Take away that safety. That's an extra possession for Kansas State. Still take that away. We at least go to overtime. I had them at minus one. So all you need to do is win the fucking game in overtime. That safety gave them that extra possession, that extra points they needed. I was defeated, to say the least, because that was an early game, too. That was an 11 o'clock game, and kind of set the tone for the weekend for me, but just a bad game overall. Larry, what other games did you want to talk about here uh, that you had on your card? Uh, not so much my card, but I, games I'm happy I stayed away from. Okay. Uh, I thought Oklahoma was figuring stuff out, and they almost lose to Kansas. Kansas dominated that game for like oh, – Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, unreal. Kansas is so bad. Coastal beat Kansas at like easily – Everybody's Kansas easily, but they, I mean, they were leading at the half. I think they were leading most of the third quarter yep, yep. until, uh, I mean, Caleb Williams. I mean, he was in the Heisman talks last week, and then he, you almost take your team to Kansas and almost, you, you, they didn't, I don't think they scored in the first half. Um, no, they didn't. They scored zero points in the first half. Did you see the play by Caleb Williams on the fourth down or third down and short, I think it was? I don't think so. He he pitch he pitches the ball to his running back. Running back is gonna get stuffed for like minus one yard. I think it was fourth down too. This was like the turning point of the game. Caleb Williams goes up to his running back, takes the ball from him, and then dives for the first, which was a kind of cool play. Um, it was definitely a forward pass, though, because he was in front of him when he took it, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, and then the funny thing about that game was um uh, on Twitter, I think there's the AD is like, you know what? Fuck it. Gates are open. Everybody get the fuck in here. It's free tickets for everybody. Make some fucking noise. And lo and behold, fucking Kansas loses. But yeah, tough game. 
Uh, the only other games I had was San Diego State plus four, winner straight up. Uh, Brady Hoke now 7-0 uh, with San Diego State. Great game. Oklahoma State plus seven. I just thought that was a weird line. I didn't like the game at all. I just had to take the value. Uh, they ended up losing by three in Ames, but covered the bet, so we're good there. And then lastly, UCLA. Again, another one up 14-0 to on fucking Oregon, and then – just collapses. Um, yeah, tough, tough to say the least. But let's talk about quick headlines uh, before we move forward. Uh, the only real big headline that I have is the USC coaching job. And right now we'll cut to my interview with, or my not my interview, but my call in to Brandon Walker. From Tennessee, Iowa. Hello, Bubs. Brandon, this is Bubs from Pub Club with your basement, former state Matthew champ team. That guy let me know. Brandon, I'm a little frustrated today before I get to my question. Why? I heard you say Dylan from Ohio is your favorite caller, and I'm a little disappointed because Bubs from Tennessee has never taken two weeks off. I want to challenge Dylan from Ohio, the rough and rowdy for titles, number one Brandon Walker College Football Show caller. A, On to my question. I didn't mean to say he was my favorite caller. B, you're a top five caller. C, everybody knows Aubrey from Florida is my favorite caller. And D, okay. Dylan did take two weeks off and he should be punished for it. You're right. Fair enough. Aubrey will probably beat the show me in the rough and rough. That being said, uh, USC head coaching job. Outside of James Franklin's dumbass comments today and Mike Tomlin vehemently denying being a college football head coach, who's your thoughts on the next head coach position? All right, well, let me, can I just ask, because I have been, uh, I've, I've been kind of working here. Uh, what, I am not aware of what James Franklin said today about the USC job. Uh, okay, so, yeah, he kept flubbing who he's playing next week. Okay, so basically he was just, he was trying to give a non-answer and he was very non He was like, we're, we're focused on Illinois, they're not playing Illinois, and then he was like, we have to go to the big house. I think it's clear they were never focused on Illinois. Uh, he, it seems like he's not focused on anything. Okay, all right, uh, so, yeah, I... I think James Franklin's probably leaving Penn State. Whether it's LSU or USC, I think he's got feelers out and he is trying to get out of Penn State. That's what I think. I don't know which job will take him. USC, like Jeff Fisher tied to that job? What the fuck are we doing with Jeff Fisher's tied to the job? I think USC's gonna, gonna make a mediocre hire. That's what I feel like. I don't think they've got their mind on winning at the highest level of college football. That's just my feeling about that program. You heard it here first. Uh, Nick Saban coaching tree, Bill O'Brien head coach of USC. Oh, lock it God. in. That's that would be like uh, that's the <laughs> most that's the most boring hire you could possibly make. If they hire Bill O'Brien, <laughs> my God, I just can't. Thank you very much for the call. Then he's right. That so yeah, as you can see, um, you know we recorded this before. I called Brandon Walker, so I don't know exactly what he's going to say, but that what what just happened right there was interesting. It's a little future telling right there. Off the bat, though, uh, today, Mike Tomlin, funniest fucking thing I ever heard, Law. They go, hey, what are you about? Uh, there's reports you're uh, going to USC, take the job. He goes, you're telling me I'm the head coach of the fucking Steelers and I care about a, some college job? Fuck off. Like, that was more or less what he said. And just more props to fucking Mike Tomlin. He's right. I mean, having the Steelers job is one of probably the best jobs in sports. Uh, their historic franchise, uh, multiple championships, and a fan base that loves him. So props to him. And then one other thing I want to comment, Law, then I'll get your thoughts. James Franklin, 
got fucking asked today. They go, hey, James, uh, there's some reports that, you know, you know, you're, you know, in the running for the LSU or USC job. He goes, you know what, guys? He says the, the candid response. I'm focused on my team. I'm focused on my commitment here. And I'm focused on Illinois. That's all that matters. We're focusing on Illinois. He says Illinois like six times. Only problem is they don't play Illinois this week. They play fucking Ohio State. <laughs> James Franklin, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so, I mean, they just lost to Illinois in nine overtime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was his comment. And this just happened today, the day of our recording, uh, the 26th. But then lastly, when he finishes the interview, uh, he does kind of get in his head. He goes, you know, he, he kind of, you can tell he gets it that they play Ohio State. He goes, you know what? I'm just focusing on going to the big house. The big house is fucking Michigan. It's not even the, <laughs> the shoot. So James Franklin is just in his own head. Just, you know, he's leaving now. Like that was a fucking dead giveaway. But um, Law, any comments on the USC job or any other topics you wanted to bring up? No, I don't really care about it at all. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, what's question for you? What's a more appealing job, LSU or USC? I mean, me personally, or like what? I mean, me as, personally, I love it, Valley. I, as a candidate, LSU or USC? If I was a head coach, I would pick LSU any day of the week. I love Death Valley. I love the environment. I love SEC football. Next to Big Ten, it's my favorite. Pac-12, man, USC's got the lore and the history, but they're more Hollywood. They're not college football. They're not like grit and fucking nose in the dirt type guys. Uh, don't get me wrong, they win when they're good. Um, that was kind of a dumb comment, but still, LSU all day. What about you? Yeah, no, I agree, LSU. Um, LSU is still going to get the top level recruits. Yeah. They're also, I mean, the Joe Burrows, the national championship is still there. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's posted, it's in the stadium, 2019 national champions, or sorry, 2020, yeah, 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, LSU is the easy job. And I mean, it's going to be the same names. Um, I've heard Luke Fickle too, um, Cincinnati's coach. Um, but yeah, him and James Franklin, um, I've, yeah, I mean, we'll see. If I don't, you, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. If you go back a couple episodes, Law and I actually discussed this when the firing took place. My prediction was Bill O'Brien from Alabama, another Nick Saban assistant coach heading that way. Law, who did you have again? Uh, Carson Palmer. He Which was that, great. Yeah, go he's ahead. the one who actually was talking about Mike Tomlin today on the Dan Patrick Show. So, um, gotcha maybe uh i think they're going to struggle to find a good candidate though no i i agree oh what about what about coastal's coach heading that way yeah no, <laughs> no. <laughs> all right all right fair enough coach chad will stay in put well we'll see we'll see so before we go to our cards this week as always the tub club special we're gonna give you our tub club uh power rankings one through five Law, do you, I mean, do you want me to go first since I won the week, if that's okay? Yeah, yeah I mean, you you won three games. I won yeah, two. Go. <laughs> 500. 500. I have, yet, I have yet to have a losing record. Yet I'm to have a losing record. I'm still waiting for this graphic to ever be made, but let's see your top five. Top let's five. 
Number one, Georgia. I think that's consensus across the board. Uh, number two, I have to say it's it's unfortunate, but I'd have to say Cincinnati. I don't want them to be number two, but you got to give it to them at this point. Uh, number three, I'm going to say Oklahoma because, again, I still have faith in Caleb Williams. I think he's going to be good. Uh, definitely was a scare this week, but it is what it is. Uh, number four, I have Ohio State. Uh, quick comment I have on Ohio State after this, but, you know, just throwing that out there. And number five, I have Wake Forest still standing in the fifth spot, keeping it close against Army. You got to respect them. Um, before we get to your top five, I just, while well, it's fresh in my head, somebody commented on one of my posts today is that is Ohio State's offense better than Joe Burrow's LSU offense? If you say I mean, yes, but the fact you're having to think about this, it makes you a crazy person. The answer is no. Okay. Um, Thank you. Could they be? Possibly. Maybe next year. But no, the answer is no. Yeah, absolutely not. I, I don't think they're even close. Um, but that's for another thing. Law, let's talk your power five. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going Georgia number one. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Um I'm going Oklahoma number two. I just think they have the best chance to win out. Um, and they'll going to be in the number two spot. I'm going to actually put, I'll put Bama three. Um, it's, it's all going to depend on – it's all going to come down to Bama versus Georgia. Um, yeah. But I think both of those teams probably get in the playoff. Um, either as one loss – I mean, a two-loss Alabama might be tough to get in, but uh, the strength of schedule is there. Um, number four, I have Ohio state. Um, that offense is very, very good. Yep. Um, Garrett Wilson, Chris Enclave, Shrouds, they're all, they're figuring it out. Trevion Henderson is being compared to, um, Maurice Corret. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I break his rookie record or his freshman records. Yeah. Um, and then number five is Wake Forest. Um, Wake Forest's defense, I told you last week, they couldn't stop the run. They still cannot that was very stop true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought they would have trouble. They, their defense had a ton of trouble. Their offense was able to put up points. But, I mean, 7-0, and it's the best start Wake Forest has ever had. Um, ACC is way down. I actually think Wake can win. The, win. They just need to figure some things out on defense. Fair enough. No, I think, you know, those are fairly close. I think both good predictions right there. The fact Wake Forest isn't even up there is kind of surprising. I think they're number 12 last time I checked in the AP. I actually have it up right now. They are currently 13, which is wild banana land behind the likes of Kentucky, Notre Dame. Ole Miss is pretty fucking good. Iowa, you know, I think, I think Wake Forest would put up a hell of a game. Iowa's Iowa showed against Purdue our secondary needs some help, even though we lead the D1 in interceptions. Fucking Purdue tore us apart. They'd beat Michigan State. They'd beat Oregon. They'd beat Michigan. It'd be a good game against Ohio State and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, okay, so let's talk game of the week. Uh, we have two games of the week, and I actually had the spreads pulled up because we want to make sure that we're giving it to you as it stands. We'll start with our first one, Ole Miss at Auburn. Currently, Ole Miss 
is a plus two and a half point dog. And the over under is set at 66. La, would you like to start or me do the honors? Uh, the floor is yours still. All right. Fuck Bo Nix. That's how I'm going to start this. Bo Nix is not a good quarterback. Bo Nix is an absolute wild card. He's a less, he's a more shitty Brett Favre. Brett Favre, obviously from Mississippi, right next to Auburn. That being said, uh, Matt Crawl is great. Lane Kiffin knows how to run this offense. It fits his scheme, what he tries to do. Lane Kiffin as a dog is also a very good play. When he's a huge favorite, that's when you got to watch out. Uh, overall, uh, I've bet on Bo Nix, bet against Bo Nix the past three games against LSU, where he pulled out some fucking trickery bullshit uh, against Arkansas, which where, again, he just has the most wild plays that are working for him right now, but sooner or later it's going to blow up in his face. This is the same guy that got benched against Georgia State or Georgia Southern, one of the two. They almost fuck. They were losing to them in the fourth quarter, and so I start betting against them thereafter. Now he goes fucking superhero and all sorts of crazy shit. I don't know what kind of black magic he's pulling. I love Mississippi State plus two and a half. I love Mississippi State money line. Uh, excuse me, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss money line, Ole Miss uh, plus two and a half. I think Lane Kiffin knows this is a huge game for him and his team. You take out number 18, Auburn, when you're number 10 in the nation, that's going to jump you to at least seven or six. And then if more teams lose above you, it's going to more power to you. But anyways, Bo Nix can't continue what he's doing. He's not your standard quarterback. He tries to do all this fucking extra shit in the background, and it's going to fucking catch up to him. And this is the week it does. Ole Miss plus two and a half, no play on the total. Uh, so I love Bonex. Uh, Bonex has grown. Um, he's under a new coach. It's not Gus Malzahn anymore. I think Brian Harson's been good for Bonex. Um, I, this is 7 p.m. game at Auburn. Um, I think this Auburn defense is very good. Um, I think their run attack is very good. They... I think they'll be able to keep the ball away from Corral. Um, Corral and Ole Miss, they like to go three and out in like 50 seconds and take no time off the clock. Um, I like Auburn. Um, I, we're going head-to-head here again, which seems to happen pretty frequently for us. Yep. Um, both teams are very similar against the spread. Ole Miss is four, two, and one against the spread. Auburn's four and three against the spread. Um, they, I mean, I, I like Auburn's defense to slow down this Ole Miss uh, attack. Um, Ole Miss is very, very, they're very balanced. Um, everyone just thinks they throw and all the time, but um, they average over 200 rushing yards to over 250 rushing yards per game. Um, I think Auburn will stop the run. Um, and I think they might have a tough time passing on Auburn. So I'm taking Auburn minus one and a half. Uh, I do like the over 66. Two and a half. Minus two and a half. Correct. Yep. Questionable line, but give me minus a two and a half. Um, Auburn minus two and a half. That's my play for this game. I'm taking the home team. 
Um, I think they can cover by a field goal. All right, fair enough. Um, I will say the one thing I like about Auburn, and then we'll move on, is Tank Bigsby. Uh, definitely like what he does. He's a sophomore, I think. Maybe a freshman. I can't. He could be a redshirt freshman, but still, fucking great. Um, okay. So, and I would say this is the biggest game of the week, something we've been waiting for for a while. Glad the teams, both teams are undefeated. We have Michigan at Michigan State. Line is currently at minus four and a half Michigan. Total over under 50.5. This is a tough one, Law. I don't think, I think these teams are above average. I don't think they should be ranked where they are. I think they should be put in Wake Forest and these two teams should flip places. I think is the best way to do this. That being said, I think this is going to be a tough game. You're giving me, and I've been going back and forth on this, what to do. Um, to be honest with you, uh, this would be a lean, if anything. This is not one of my plays. Uh, but, yeah, what I got it at, I'm going to have to say Michigan State. You know, it's a, it's a home team with points. You got you to take that when you can. Uh, that's the only reason I'm taking Michigan State. I think this game should truly be a pick em. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Cade McNamara struggled a little bit last week. Um, Michigan State continues to show that they know how to control the ball, not fuck up with turnovers in their own end, uh, balanced attack too, running and passing. So if I had to pick, uh, I would take, I would lean Michigan State home dog with the points. What do you got, La? Uh, yeah, um, that's a – it's an awesome rivalry game. Um, this game's going to be awesome. I don't love that it's at noon. I really wish this game was uh, prime time. I don't know why it's at noon. Um, I'm pretty stupid. Um, with that said, I'm going to fuck. I'm going to be all the way tuned into it. Um, so I mean, both teams are seven and zero. Michigan six and one against the spread. Michigan State's 5-1-1 one one against the spread. Um, so, I mean, I'm leaning Michigan as well. Or, sorry, I'm leaning Michigan State as well. Um, so, I mean, Thorne actually can throw the ball. I don't know if Cade McNamara can throw the ball. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, he has five touchdowns and one interception yeah. through seven games. They, only, they average 190-yard passing. 190 yards passing per game. Um, so if Michigan State can focus on stuffing the run, I think Michigan's going to have a lot of trouble. Um, where I, I, Michigan State's running back, what's his name? Ugh. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but he's a stud. He's one of the best running backs in the country also. Uh -huh. um, they average over 200 rushing yards per game but they also have 250 passing yards per game. So Thorne, Thorne can't throw the ball. He has 15 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's Walker. Walker the third is uh, Michigan State's running back. He's almost rushed for 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns through seven games. Pretty mm -hmm. pretty. Um, but uh, Corum, Corum, Michigan State's running back, I mean, he, also, he has 10 touchdowns already. Um, mm -hmm. Both are very good running teams. I, I, the edges, I, I also like the points at home. I think this game, I mean, this game isn't more than a field goal. I just don't see that happening. 
um, a field goal or a backdoor touchdown to end it, you know, some stupid like that. So it could go either way. I'm with you, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully a backdoor touchdown when the team's up four or yeah. up even. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Thorne over McNamara, even just having the ability to throw at home. Um, I mean, they do have some like opponents. Uh, they both played Nebraska. Um, they both played Rutgers. Um, so, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty tight. Um, yep. I have a play on the over. I'm taking over. Okay. Um, okay. I just, I'm thinking this is a 31-28, 28-27 type of game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going over 51. I think 51 is a little low. Um, I think these teams are just going to score points. Um, yeah, 51 is just a little too low for me. Both team, Michigan averages 37 points per game. Michigan State averages 34. Um, oh, okay. So I, I'm just pl- I'm playing the over. Um, okay. I, I think touchdowns will be scored. So, yeah, Michigan State plus four and a half and over 51. Good, good. I always like throwing the numbers in there, too. That helps, I think, with the listeners. Like, if you're unsure where to go, follow the fucking numbers. I mean, that's the easiest fucking piece of advice you can give to gamblers nowadays. If you're unsure of what to do, your heart's not telling you, your brain's not telling you, follow the fucking numbers. Facts don't lie. All right, so let's get finish up the Tub Club. What everyone's been waiting for, picks for the week. Uh, Law, if you don't mind, I'm going to do the honors here. Like I said, I have 17 games. <laughs> And uh, we're going to go through them real quick. I'll try to be as quick as I can. I have to call into Brandon Walker's show here in 10 minutes. So a little quick run through. I'm going to do a new little thing that I like. Obviously, I'll give you my lock at the end. But I'm going to do love it, like it, or lean it. Triple L is right there. So let's do it. Mitch, all right, and the spreads that I'm going to say are from Sunday. So I'll adjust accordingly if needed. Like, for example, the first one I have is Michigan State plus six. We know it's four and a half. We just talked about it. But uh, just kind of how my app works. So right off the bat, Michigan State plus six. I'm going to lean it. Uh, One of my favorite plays this week, Moneyline and the points, Iowa at Wisconsin. I think Iowa bounces back. They had a bye week. Wisconsin played Purdue, who just beat Iowa. So don't get me wrong. All the figures say this way, but we play Wisconsin good. We haven't beat them twice in a row since 2009. Fun little stat to keep in your head. We beat them last year. Uh, Miami at Pitt. I like Pitt minus nine and a half. Love Pitt's quarterback. I think he's probably the second or third best in the nation. Next up, oh, that's uh, like it. Uh, also like it. Georgia Tech minus four. They're home against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech, their home field. Crazy hard team to play when they're on the road. Not so much the case. Next, I have a, a like it. Or, yeah, I like it. Uh, Texas plus two and a half at Baylor. I don't think Baylor has really played that high of competition. Uh, I watched their game against Iowa state. They're nothing to go home about. Texas has the opportunity to put up points. They have a great offense. Steve Sarkeesian is moving them in the right direction. Texas is not back horns down, but more to come there. My lock of the week, since it's showing up here, I'm going to go against my alma mater ISU at West Virginia. I'm taking West Virginia plus six and a half. I'm also taking them on the money line. West Virginia, sneaky good. They've played a number of tough games, kept them all close, like West Virginia in this spot. Uh, Next up, I have Georgia minus seven at Florida. I'm for sure that line's definitely moved, so I'll update that. But I do like that line. 
Uh, next up, BC at Syracuse. I'm going to keep riding the Syracuse train. Been doing it for the past three weeks. They are minus five and a half points at home against BC. Uh, next up, we have Northwestern. Minnesota at Northwestern. I like Northwestern plus five. This is more of a just I hate you, Minnesota play. Uh, fuck you for ruining my bets last week. So that one's more of a lean in. Purdue plus seven and a half at Nebraska. Nebraska knows how to lose close games. And if you're going to give me seven and a half on top of that, I'll take Purdue all day. That's a like it. Uh, Wake Forest or Duke at Wake Forest minus 14 and a half. Definitely like Wake Forest here. Duke, not the greatest. They do have somebody gave me a stat. I think the 31st best offense in the country. Didn't believe it. I had to look it up myself. It is true. Uh, next up, Boise State minus two and a half point favorites at Colorado State. I watched Colorado State twice this year. Nothing to go home about again. This is a love it right here. Boise State minus two and a half. Next up, Oklahoma State minus 30 and a half home against Kansas. I don't think Kansas can put up that type of performance two weeks in a row. This is when true Kansas comes back and they just get shit stomped by Oklahoma State, who just lost a tough one at Ames. They're coming back home. Uh, finishing up the card, I got last four games. Mississippi, Ole Miss, plus two and a half. We talked about that er earlier. Definitely love that game at Auburn. Ohio State, minus 11 and a half. Home against Penn State. That's definitely going to be a public pick, but I just like Ohio State in this spot. Not a fan of what uh, Penn State's been doing, especially with James Franklin's comments today. Last two games, UCLA plus six and a half at Utah. Utah just lost to Oregon State. That was a fucking weird game. Oh, UCLA, we talked about, had a 14-point lead, ended up blowing it. I think they put something together here to kind of try to rectify the season if they can. And lastly, Law mentioned this one earlier, San Diego State. I'm going to keep riding that train as well, three weeks running. San Diego State minus one home against Fresno. That was a mouthful. And again, we'll have the card out Thursday or Friday like we usually do. But La, any comments real quick on that? Uh, no, I mean, I got, I, we have contra, contra, contrary picks. Okay. On multiple games. And I have some picks that um, we're on the same side with. All right. Your, all your lines are very questionable. We're going to have to work on that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah definitely. They're extremely questionable. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I got, I got some, I got, I got, what, I got like five, six minutes to get mine in. Um, I can call that five o'clock. You got 11 minutes, 11 minutes. Uh, so I'm going back to Coastal. Coastal's playing at home Thursday night against Troy. Um, Coastal minus 18 and a half. Uh, Coastal's going to be very mad. Um, they're coming back home. Um, this is just an angry we shouldn't have lost that app state game. Um, now let's just burn, burn everything. Yeah. Um, so coastal minus 18 and a half. I'm also taking over 52 and a half. I think coastal scores more than 52 and a half themselves. Uh, I mean, coastal consistently puts up 50 spots last week was only, about the only week that they haven't scored 50 points. Coastal scores 56 by themselves. Um, they might score 40 something in the first half. Um, this is a, this is a burn the world down, uh, <laughs> coastal, coastal Troy coming to Conway Thursday night. Coastal's it's supposed to be a blackout. Coastal would be wearing all black. Um, it's, this is just, it's easy. Um, Coastal's going to be very mad. Um, okay. I I'm also playing your Hawkeyes. I don't know why people like Wisconsin. I understand 
Purdue just lost to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter. Um, Iowa plus three and a half. I, I almost think that's disrespectful to Iowa. Um, I don't think they've already they've already hit their spot where they got they get beat. Um, now they have to win out, and they have to win out uh, decently impressive because they still have a chance. Yep. Um, Control so, plus three and a half. Um, I I I hate Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin's rush defense is very good, um, but if you can make if you can hit, make Mertz make mistakes and make sure he doesn't get get going on the ground, I think easy cover three and a half. Yep. Um, that's at Wisconsin. I like Wake Forest uh, minus sixteen and a half. Uh, nobody's going to be able to keep up with that offense. Um, I mean, you said Duke's probably the third. What do you say, thirtieth best offense? Thirty first. Yep. I mean, Wake Forest is probably a top five offense. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just going to be it's going to be a shootout and i just i think wake will be able to get a couple stops um it's it's not the triple option um so i, I they're not going to be seeing that again um even though i they did get beat up last week oh yeah um, i have ohio state minus 18 and a half your crazy world said minus 11 and a half um so i'll take ohio state minus 18 and a half we're going to have to figure out some middle ground there. <laughs> okay. What does my screen say, Law? It says 11 and a half, but that's just not accurate. Dude. I got it on, on Sunday. All right. But yes, uh, but yes, I will take the 18 and a half. I'm okay with that. Okay. It's at, it's at 18 and a half. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Sure. Um, Fair enough. I don't even know who they're playing. Is it Northwestern? They're playing Penn State. Oh, okay. Well, Penn State stinks, and I think Penn State. <laughs> um, I think Iowa broke them, and then Illinois, just, or uh, yeah, Illinois just put a knife in them. I don't oh. know how you recover from that. And Ohio State's Ohio State's just hitting. They're just hitting like the the power button. Um, oh, yeah. Trevion Henderson's nasty. Enclave Garrett Wilson Shroud. Um, they're gonna light them up. Um, I'm riding Minnesota. Minnesota minus eleven. I really like what I saw, um, and they're playing. They're playing Northwestern. Yes. So love Minnesota to beat the shit out of Northwestern. Did you Northwestern. say eleven? No, no, seven and a half. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, yep. I'm taking Minnesota minus seven and a half on the road at Northwestern. Um, I think Minnesota's pretty good. I think they've finally recovered. They have a couple different running backs uh, that are solid, and their quarterback's pretty competent. Um, I, I like what Flex go, uh, PJ's got going on right now. Um, and Northwestern stinks. I'm going against you on the next one. I like Fresno State money line. Um, I like what you said about after facing uh, an armed force team that uh, you're beat up. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm taking Wake Forest minus 16 and a half. So, <laughs> but I throw that out the window. But I'm also taking Fresno State money line. Um, I watched I watched that whole game against Nevada. I actually really like what I saw from Fresno State on both sides of the ball. Um, San Diego State's had some. I mean, they almost lost to Tulsa in overtime. Yeah, um, <laughs> they did. <laughs> and then I actually thought Air Force might beat them last week. Um, but I'm, I, I just like what Fresno State's done. They have one weird loss to Hawaii, but that was at Hawaii. Um, 
But so Fresno State money line. Um, I'm taking, and then my last one is Rice minus two and a half. Whoa. Um, North Texas is terrible. Okay. I watched. I watched Marshall beat beat the heck out of North Texas. Um, I'm taking a Rice minus two and a half at home. That's just a play against North Texas because I I don't like them. Um, Rice has actually played some good teams. Uh, all the stats against Rice are tough because they got killed by Texas and killed by another team. But um, okay. And then I Auburn Auburn minus one and a half, Michigan State plus four and a half, and Michigan State over fifty one. Okay, I like it. So I have eleven. All right. Well, again, we promised our listeners. Sorry, I had to plug my computer and didn't want it dying. Uh, we promised our listeners big cards, bring the value. Um, I think we have it on pace for what we got to do. Uh, first game on our cards will be Thursday, Coastal from Larry. What a terrible pick. Um, they're wearing the black because they're fucking dead. They're going to their own funeral. That being said, folks, <laughs> we have a great. I, I, I didn't get more to lock. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Michigan State plus four and a half. Mortal lock. <laughs> dude. I love it. I love it. That's why Law is the best host in the world. That being give said, me, give like, me a give me a home home team getting points in a rivalry game. We just talked about it on game of the week, and you're like, uh, I'm just gonna play the over. You didn't even play, you didn't even call the game. <laughs> Michigan State plus four and a half. Easy. <laughs> we said it's gonna be a touchdown. I told you 31, 31, 28. 28-27, somewhere in that ballpark, giving Michigan. Well, folks, there you have it. Again, we'll have the card out. Thank you so much for listening to Tub Club. We appreciate each and every one of you. We do actually have an interview this week with the Hammer. We're going to flip it over to that now. But until then, folks, have a wonderful week this week. We promise to win you some money. If not, send the bill to law. With that being said, folks, have a great day and enjoy the interview. Yeah. All right. So, folks, like we said, we do have an interview this week. We have the Hammer uh, joining yep. us today. Hammer, how you doing? How you feeling? How do you feel about the overall season as it is so far? Feeling good, living good. The season's friggin' exciting. I'm hovering around 500 this year, so I'm not getting the results that I really want. I'm a little over 500. I'm up like three or four units. Um, a lot of parity in college football to start the year, you know, with fans back and everything. But, I mean, yep. come on. There's nothing like college football, so it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and on that note, uh, Hammer does give out his picks for free. Am I correct in saying free. free every single day, every single sport? I got hockey picks tonight. I got NHL tonight. Oh, I said that already. I got NHL. I got NBA. I got MLB tonight. I'm on the Braves tonight. Uh, I've been crushing the MLB dogs all year long. But, yeah, my picks are free all year long. NFL, NCAA, college football, absolutely everything. And that's at Hammerhead Bets on Twitter. Make sure to follow, like, whatever you got to do. He's posting yeah. his record, everything out there. And before yes, we get into college football, I just got one quick question here. I noticed on every one of your picks, you got a Simpsons gift. Can you can you kind of talk me through that? Where did that come from? <laughs> what, what's that all? About? <laughs> well, I'm a fucking old. I'm an old motherfucker. So um, I love the Simpsons. The new Simpsons is fucking horseshit. It's freaking awful because they can't make the jokes that they used to because every because of cancer culture and everyone's all sensitive and stuff. But I understand. But anything between year seasons one and twelve of the Simpsons is just fucking pure gold. 
So, um, you know, like it was just the shtick and it was working. And then I stopped it for a little while and I kept getting DMs like, bro, where are the Simpson gifts or gifts or whatever the hell you want to call it? Where's the Simpson pictures? Where's all the Simpson shit? I'm like, all right, I guess I got to keep up with it. So, um, and then I had to put in my profile, Simpsons enthusiast, because people tune in to see what the, what the gifts are. And uh, yeah, I try to correlate it with some of my picks, I guess. I don't know. But that's how it's working. So if people see a fucking Simpsons gift with picks attached to it, they know it's a fucking hammer. So love it. It works. So, Hell yeah. So Ham, we're gonna hop right into it. Law and I have our two games of the week. We just previewed them on the podcast. We want to turn it over to you though. The two games we have are the two ranked matchups this week. Very yeah, real, real quick before we get to that. I, I so I, I I just want to say I appreciate you, Hammer. Um I'm I'm from Boston, so I'm like Bubs from Iowa. I have professional sports. I'm a Bruins guy, Sox guy. Yeah. Celts, hit, hit the Celts money line in the over last night. In the over. Right. It was awesome. So appreciate you giving out those picks. Um, locked into football. So early NBA and NHL is tough. So how, how do you manage making those picks and looking at the slate, picking what it you is, like? I mean, they're it huge. Is I mean, it is kind of tough. No, wait, hold on. You're a Boston guy right now. Are you live in Iowa now? What's the deal? You're from Iowa, living in Boston, or vice versa? What up? Uh, so I'm a, I'm a Boston guy. I, I'm actually in South Carolina. I went to Coastal Carolina, born and raised oh, in Boston. Shit. Just moved back to South Carolina. I, I worked with Bubs up in Boston, um, so that's where I ran into Bubs. But, I mean, I'm a diehard. Okay. Grew, up, grew up next to Boston. Diehard Boston okay. guy. But I'm also I'm a Coastal fan uh, just because cool. of a I, but um yeah that's yeah that's, i got some family up in boston i mean i'm a huge yankee fan so fuck the socks but i mean they really overachieved this year i'm you know surprised that they got that far their offense was kind of shit for most of the year and they just turned it on it's you know half halfway through october that final series i get think against the rangers or something like that they swept them and just went ape shit so uh the yankees were freaking horseshit all year long but that's for we could do that another time talking about baseball but that's good stuff with coastal man i go to south carolina every single year i got a time here down to hilton head and Hilton Head's a friggin' shit. So I was down there in 2017. I think that was the year Coastal won the, the College World Series, I believe. Or was it 16 or 18? Uh, one of those years. Yeah, 18. They won. Uh, 18. The oh, man. It was an absolute friggin' shit show down there. So it was out of control. So uh, we got Coastal Thursday night. They're playing Troy, I think, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Coastal's minus 18 and a half, and the total's 52 and a half. Yeah, I think that's too big of a line. I, I was on Troy, the, the their season win total. I think it was at seven or six and a half or something like that. Um, they're right on pace to hit that over. But I'm kind of – I'm real disappointed that Coastal couldn't pull it out last week. I was – one, I was on them. Uh, but that's not the big thing. Like, I kind I like chaos. I wanted the chaos. So, I really wanted them to go undefeated and actually see where they ended up. You know what I mean? So, I'm really pissed off that they ended up blowing that game. I mean, they, they what? They were up 14 nothing that game. And then Appalachian State hits that big, that big play to start the second quarter. Then an onside kick, and then they score another touchdown, and a boom, bada-bing, bada-boom, it's freaking 14-14 in, in the blink of an eye, and that changed the whole game. Yeah, I mean, that onside kick, once they recovered that, I, it, it changed the whole game. And, I mean, they they shut out Coastal in the fourth quarter, which yeah. I, it's unheard. Coastal punt, punted, like, on their last four possessions. It, I mean, it was – um, Yeah, I mean, that game, it's like they totally changed it right after that. You know, I think the, – and the total, I think, missed by, like, three points or something like that. So that, that fourth quarter was just brutal. Yeah. It, was, it ended at 57. And I think I had it, I had it somewhere close to 60 and yeah. I mean, well, Appalachian state had the ball inside the 10 and they fumbled it. So that's three points taken off the board. Oh. So whatever, it was a crazy game. I didn't think Appalachian, I actually, you know, honestly thought I had 
also covering that line. I figured they win by t- double digits because Appalachian State got annihilated by by Louisiana um, the week before. So even though that was down at ULL, but still, uh, I'm surprised that Coastal um, took that one to the chin. But hey, it is what it is. But I, you know, they'll win the game on Thursday. I don't know if they win that by by what is it, 18? Yeah. I'm That's on such them. a funky number. That's such a funky number. Speaking of 18, we got Ohio State. They're favored by 18, right? Against uh, against Penn State this Saturday. Yeah. That one of the matchups you're talking about, right? Yeah. So the guy met the horseshoe. Um, obviously, Ohio State just get off a of crushing Indiana. Fucking Penn State, just the most wild game of the year against Illinois. Nine overtimes. Just right. What? Well, I have no words for that. But anyways. And is it really nine overtimes though? That this friggin' two point conversion, this two point conversion, <laughs> that like I understand the format, it's the player safety and to make it go quicker, but it didn't go quicker. And they changed sides of the field after every yeah, overtime. Yeah, it's yeah. friggin' ridiculous. Like, what the hell is the point of that? That's a joke. I mean, I know they tried to get away from the student section, but still, like just moving across to the other side of the field took as long as it took to run the two point conversion play. Unbelievable. So. I had the under in that game and I'm sitting there. Can you believe it? I'm sweat it's 16-16 and I'm sweating the under. I'm like, oh my god, if they keep scoring two here, two there, two there, two here, two there, I'm gonna be real pissed if I fucking lose this under. But I ended up cashing. All right, all right. So hey, let's get your thoughts on this game though. Penn State travels to Ohio State, 18 and a half points. Law the total was at 66. So uh let's hear what you got. I think 66. I first instinct, I think 66 is a little too high. I mean, is Penn State like if Penn State's really not gonna put up points at home against Illinois they're going to put up points to get Ohio State Ohio State's defense is honestly shaky um but I mean that's a high total I mean Ohio State might score 42 of the 66 but I, I would I would stay away from that total but I feel like Penn State is all is all screwed up I think Clifford isn't 100 yep. uh, percent James Franklin I don't think his head's in it I mean there's rumors of him going other places I know he's been rumored for USC he might be rumored for LSU I don't know yep. but his head's all over the place and they were talking to him today about um, his thoughts on last week and looking forward to OSU. And he kept saying that he's, he's got Illinois yeah. coming up. Oh, we're moving on to Illinois. We're moving on to Illinois. He said it two or three times. It's like, nah, bro, you got the Buckeyes at the horseshoe. Like, where is your head at? You know? So um, that says – that might say a lot about what, what he's thinking about. Um, technically, in a Big Ten game, you know, laying almost three touchdowns uh, is a big number. But I took Ohio State minus 21 against Indiana last week because Indiana's fucking horseshit. I'm going to cash that under seven and a half wins. That was like stealing money. Uh, but, I mean, gun to my head, uh, you know, I would say Ohio State covers that number because Penn State isn't fully healthy. And if yep. they don't got a healthy Clifford and their backup situation is just a mess and they're coaching and James Franklin's head's not in it, you know, I don't know. I don't really like to cap, like, Saturday games until, like, Friday night because I want to hear about, like, injuries and how the week had been going and all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And they get a little more accurate, like, reports on the weather and all that kind of stuff because yep. that gets heavily involved, you know what I mean? So um, I wouldn't see this this line getting anywhere near, well, getting close to 21. It would probably stay under 20. The fact that it opened up, you said it opened up at 11 and a half. 11 and a half, yep. Sheesh. It's amazing how one game against Illinois, I mean, Illinois' dog shit, but the fact that uh, fucking touchdown just to- totally blew that. And Penn State was favored by 23 in that game, yeah. <laughs> which is unbelievable. I actually thought about playing it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to play the under here. Um, so – Okay. You know, leaning right now, what is it, Tuesday? I'm leaning right now, you know, to, to take Ohio, Ohio State in the points, but um, I'll wait a little bit. All right, fair enough. And I think you made a good point. Like, Penn State's backup, Clifford, is he's not the greatest quarterback, but the backup, straight up, I don't think could play anywhere in D1 football. I don't know how he got the job. Brutal. Backup. 
Uh, when he got three false starts in a row at Kinnick at Iowa City, yeah, that yeah. was fucking just amazing. But anyway, I mean, Penn State, Penn State had the lead in that game too. I think it happened. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they, they hurt Clifford. I mean, that changed the whole game. I don't know if Iowa escapes with a win um, <laughs> if he doesn't get hurt. But I mean, hey, look, look what look what happened to Iowa against Purdue. I'm so pissed off. I didn't fucking play that money line. I took Purdue plus seven. I'm so mad I didn't play that money line. What are you gonna do? That was tough. It was tough. Let me say. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll move on to our next game again. Appreciate your time, and then we'll let you go here. I actually have a final question to end this with, but well, let me well, let me ask you a question. We had Iowa, Iowa was two in the country when they lost the game, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now we got Cincinnati is two in the country. Correct. What the fuck is that about? So we actually do our Power Five rankings every week on the podcast. Um, yeah. I don't know Cincinnati. I mean, you have to give it to them at this point. I mean, it's it's on. Do you? I mean, well, I mean, they're not the they're not the second best team in the country, but they should be ranked number two if that makes sense. Uh, I mean, I guess they kind of earned it, but are they better than Alabama? Fuck no, they get crushed. No, they got would they beat Ohio State on a neutral field? No, no, absolutely not. They lose to anybody in the top ten outside of like maybe Michigan State. They might put up some points and you know do well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I I agree. I, I think they should be number two. Just they, you can't ask them to do much more except schedule fucking better in the future. I mean, they're gonna win the AAC, and then and then what do they have? The AAC championship game is it gonna be them? And I mean, who gives a shit? Oh, I mean, they're not gonna lose a game. So what are you gonna? Where are you gonna have it? They're gonna be in the college football playoff if they go undefeated. It's gonna be great, just due to the simple fact is that Cincinnati's gonna make it in, and Alabama is gonna be number five in the nation. And I'm gonna no tell way. You guys, Yep, I'm going to tell you why this makes a big difference. Alabama is going to sacrifice this season so we get a 12-team playoff next year. 12, you think so? Uh, with, if Alabama gets number five, there's no no doubt in my mind we're getting a 12-team playoff next year because you're not leaving a team like Alabama out. And once they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game, you can't put them in. Uh, and Cincinnati's going to take their spot when they are truly not the better team. That's why we're moving. I think tw- 12 is too many, my man. That's what I mean. Oh. And it's it's cool, all the extra games. I think 12 is too many. I mean, I'm cool with six and having, you know, three play six and four play five and the one and two get a bye. Fair a enough. Six, I mean, six or eight is way more likely than 12. 12 is banana land. I mean, maybe they'll start with six and then it'll work their way up to eight and then maybe eventually land on 12. I don't know. But that's so many games for a college kid. They're going to have to take a game off the schedule, I would think. I mean, I mean, I don't know, but I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, you're going to have Georgia in the college football. I took Georgia to make the college football playoff plus 175 before the season started. That was stealing money. Like, oh, that yeah. was a no-brainer. But um, they'll be in the SEC championship game. Who are they going to play in that one? In the a- ACC? The SEC championship game. Who will Georgia play in that? Oh, they're playing Alabama. Exactly my point. So, if Alabama wins that game. They're not winning that game. How do you know? Oh, gee, I mean, it's it's right on paper. Alabama's not that good. Bryce Young is an overrated quarterback. Their defense is – I understand that, but anything can happen in that game, in that matchup. Saban's, Saban, I don't see Saban losing to the same team twice in one year. When's the last time that happened? He's not losing to Georgia twice in the same year. They already lost to A&M. They didn't lose to Georgia. Oh, that's right. They haven't lost to Georgia. What the hell am I saying? Right. So, yeah. I mean, that is um, – I mean, if they're I don't both, know, man. They can, they can, listen, even if, if Georgia goes in that game undefeated and Alabama wins that game, Georgia's still going to make the playoff. True. No, I agree with you. If Alabama and that would leave game, Cincinnati out, and that would leave Cincinnati out. Oh yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But, but who's, no. wait, who's in then? An undefeated Oklahoma and a one-loss Ohio State. Ah, uh, I mean that. See, now we're. This is it's what great. I'm talking about. I mean, Georgia goes in there undefeated. They'll be the one. Cincinnati will probably be the four. So you'll have Georgia versus Cincinnati. I mean, the line in that game is going to be 21. 
<laughs> there's no way. There's so there's no and, and on a neutral field. There's no way in the Sugar Bowl. I'm guessing there's no way in hell Cincinnati even comes close in that game. <laughs> they might not. Is by far and away better than anybody. I mean, we're going off the rails here, but still. No, it's going to be like Cincinnati is number two. It's going to be like Alabama Notre Dame like five six years ago in the national championship. The spread was like oh, disgraceful. I mean, yeah. fuck Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. I stink. We, you could almost not have a Big Ten team and not have an ACC team. Like, if Wake Forest goes undefeated, they're, they're getting knocked out by an undefeated Cincinnati. Like they could go undefeated. I don't know. Wake Forest, I mean, listen, they got they still got UNC on the schedule. That's going to be tough. Yep. Uh, they still got – what they got NC State on the schedule coming up. They may lose that one. Uh, they finished the season with Clemson. I mean, at the end of the day, Clemson is not Clemson, but that's still a tough matchup. I don't know if they go. To, I don't know if they go undefeated, but it's certainly possible. But I mean, you're really going to put Wake Forest in there? I mean, I don't know. That's kind of why we got to expand to six, I suppose. I'm I all good. Honestly, is- I'm I'm kind of like five, six teams, the five Power Five conference winners, and then a and then a and then a you know like a Cincinnati type or a Coastal type or something like that. You know what I mean? But that's very exactly not Power Five. So whatever. But that's for another day. I'm just saying, since you're being two is just. But fucking crazy. Yes. If yeah. Wake goes, goes undefeated, ACC that ACC schedule is way harder than fucking Cincinnati's schedule. Oh, beyond we're not even close. You're not even close. Not even close. All right. I mean, Sir, even Syracuse is a quality team. There's Syracuse is seven and zero against the spread this year. The only undefeated team against the spread in college football. Been riding them the last four, fast past. Yeah, four. I know. Oh yeah, fucking money. All right, so Ham, uh, we don't want to take too much of your time. We're going to do our last game of the week, the other ranked match that we have. Michigan at Michigan State. Uh, current line that we sit at right now is Michigan, the away team, minus four and a half points, over under at 50 and a half. What do you got? Let me hear your first. I look. would lean anything, anything three or better. I would lean Michigan State at home. I'm not high on either team. I think both of them are frauds. Yep. Um, to be honest. So you got a fraud versus a fraud. But if you've got the home team in that match, I mean, it's an in state rivalry, it's the rivalry that goes back years and years and years. So um, I'm inclined to lean the home dog there, especially, especially if I'm getting, would you say four and a half? Four and a half, yep. I would think that creeps closer to a field goal by the time we kick off on Saturday. Um, so if you're if you're a Michigan State backer, this might be the best line you're going to get. For sure. And actually, that's how oh, I feel about it. But yeah. I would like, I would lean Michigan State at anything at a field goal or better. Yep. Um, it's probably a game that I, I you know, personally lay off of, unless I really desperately need some action or I'm fucking trying to chase on Saturday, which is, certainly possible uh but i mean it, it should be a good game but i think both teams are fraudulent you know what i mean i don't think both either team is going to make the playoff yeah. uh so and, you know, that's and you're right that one you're right this game opened at minus six and it's already down to minus four and a half you know it's just going to creep down closer to that field goal game so I'm, exactly I'm... exactly so i think this is might be one of this might be the best number you're going to get for michigan state yep. uh but again three and a half is a good number even three if you push is is not bad but anything if you have michigan if you're looking at the kickoff on saturday you got michigan state plus two and a half then i would go michigan so fair enough well ham uh before we let you go i have one final question law do you got anything left for him before we let him go here no no i'm good uh i mean we're uh, we're both on michigan state plus four and a half i mean i'm on the total over 51 or over 50 and a half i think it's just i think both of these teams will score touchdowns so, yeah, that's the thing with totals. I don't like to play them early in the week. I want to see what the weather's going to be like, especially up there in, in East Lansing. You know, it could be, it could be shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, you never really know. But that's so, yeah. kind of a low total, though, in a game like that. True. 
Uh, hey, yeah. last question. You're a New York guy. You like the Yankees, the Knicks, uh, fucking whatever other teams they got there. Uh, what's your Rangers? Favorite? Yeah, all right, Rangers. Whatnot. No one cares about hockey. We, we, we yeah, know. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, who's your favorite team between all the New York teams? Uh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge Yankee fan, but you know, I, I mean, I, I do live and bleed, you know, live and die with the Yankees, but in a 162 game season, I mean, you can't watch every yeah. fucking single one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but if, you know, gun to my head, if I couldn't, if I could miss a single game, it'd be, it'd be the giants, even though the giants are absolute fucking horse shit dog crap right now. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a giant fan through and through, man. When they won Super Bowl 42, I was living in Manhattan at the time. I, you know, like after they won that thing, uh, I'm out in the streets celebrating. I went to the parade. Then they went Super Bowl 46. I'm at the fucking parade. Um, I go to two, I go to two or three giant games every year. I go to Philly a lot to see the Giants play the Eagles. That never really ends well. But, um, you know, going to see the Giants is always a fucking good time. The tailgates are nothing like, it, you know what I mean? One o'clock game at one o'clock game at Giant Stadium. You get there at freaking nine o'clock tailgate yep. for a solid three hours, you know, get your plays in and then you're good to go. All right. Well, here's, here's why yeah, I man. asked that is because, I'm going to offer you a deal, and then we'll no, let you fuck. go here. I, I'll promise you that the Yankees and the Giants win the next two championships in a row in NFL and MLB if you move to Iowa for five years. Would you make that deal? Fuck no. <laughs> the fuck out of here. How the hell am I going to watch them? You be, you get cable TV in fucking Iowa. I'd like to watch my football game in my Yankees. You guys got fucking rabbit ears, you know, antennas on those fucking TVs there. You got flat screens in fucking Iowa? Yes, we got fucking flat screens. Tonight. How the hell am I going to watch my Giants or watch my Yankees? I mean, I want to watch my Knicks too. How the hell is that going to happen? Friggin I don't want to watch friggin Matlock at fucking one o'clock on a Sunday because that's all you friggin got on. <laughs> the hell out of here. But no, I mean, why do I need to trade moving to Iowa to get them to win something? I mean, because I know how much you hate on Iowa. That's <laughs> I don't hate on Iowa. I was pretty cool. I actually met this chick. I was in Arizona over the weekend for like a family thing. And I met this chick from Davenport. Yeah, you know, yeah, Davenport, yeah. Iowa. Yeah, yeah oh, she's yeah. like a public. She's like a public attorney for Medicare or Medicaid or something like that. Damn, okay. She was actually pretty nice. So, uh, but yeah, I'm like Iowa. What the fuck you got there? You know, so she was, <laughs> I was ripping on Iowa and she's ripping on you. She's like New York. Where are you from the city? You got grass here. You got trees. I'm like, yeah, we got fucking grass and trees. I don't live <laughs> on fucking Mars, you wacko. So whatever. So Damn, I knew you'd be a great guest. Thank Good you shit. for taking the time. Yeah, anytime. Ask me anytime. Ask me anytime, man. All right, brother. Well, hey, have yourself a good night, and I will have a podcast. Cheers. Up this-